Welcome to the Bridging Broken to Breakthrough podcast. I am your host, Maria Wingard. Today is a Red Tent Conversation. We're continuing the conversation with Dorothy, and the title today is Demonized Christian, Part 7, in the Interview with a Vampire, Redeemed by Jesus series. Now, I know that Christians having demons is a controversial conversation that is happening right now inside the Bride of Christ, and my perspective, obviously, is that Christians can be demonized and that sometimes deliverance is a process. I believe that we can have good Christians who are in the process of deliverance, and I don't really, frankly, have a better explanation than that. Dorothy wanted to be free. Dorothy had given her life to the Lord, had been baptized, and yet there was some commitments she made when she was not a Christian that were held legally over top of her head. So I know that this might be difficult, but bear with us. Listen to the interview today, and I hope that if you are battling with the demonic, that you repent of any open doors that you opened, break those agreements, and walk away in the name of Jesus. Paganism and the occult, it is everywhere. It is literally everywhere. Now I would agree that, with that. Now that everything, like most everything has been, I think everything has pretty much been lifted from my eyes as far as that world goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I see it everywhere and people don't even realize it. They don't realize certain jewelry or clothing that they wear, like with, with certain um, like patterns or sayings or I, I see it in logos all the time. I, I, I just see it everywhere now. So it's really difficult for you to see the mixture of paganism and Christianity. I just see, I, I see the occult and, or I'll say the demonic. We'll just, we'll just call right. it demonic for what it yeah, is. Paganism, I, occult, demonic, those things that represent that culture. You see that on people that are inside Christianity. Yes. All the time. And they don't even realize. And they think it's just fun and cute. <laughs> And they have no idea what they're dabbling with because you didn't realize what you were dabbling with. I think that's probably the biggest part is you didn't realize what you were dabbling with. Well, okay. That's not entirely true. In the beginning, maybe not. In the beginning, um, you didn't. And then there was a point where you made a choice. Correct. Yes. Right. Uh, So here's a question for you. This is something that I hear all the time is... Christians can't have demons. Yes, they can. <laughs> How would you know that, <laughs> Dorothy? <laughs> Funny you should ask. <laughs> Funny you should ask. Um, but you, you, you had your conversion experience, uh, you know, over a decade ago, and then you're having the, you know, the, these experiences and we have a conversation and demons came off of you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, and then even just recently, there was a demonic attack because there okay. was things placed upon you that you had agreed to during some of your occult stuff. So as you were getting free, those things got triggered. Would, yes. would that be a good way of explaining it? Yes. Yes. Do you want to maybe talk about that? Yeah, we can talk about that. Okay. What was it like for you as a Christian who was formerly a pagan to have a demon, like feel the demon inside of you and then have it come out? Like, why don't you explain that feeling, that process? So you, uh, you actually uh, assisted me with deliverance. Mm -hmm. Uh, when was this? It, it was several Which years maybe ago. Maybe like five, five years, years ago. ago. Yeah, six years ago. So it had already been right serving there. the Lord for quite a bit, right? So, um, that was very, from what I can remember of that time, and I still have the video of that in my hard drive somewhere. But, um, that was very surreal to me. I do remember. So when demons were coming out, I remember mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And I remember the release. Like, I, I felt the release. Right. Well, we and then actually, if we fast... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to fast forward to just even recently. Right. Um, we're just having, we're just having a, a conversation. I mean, right. just a conversation. And in prayer... God showed you that there was still something there and you so, started praying over me. So let's talk about that actually, because that'll make more sense and bring more context to something people don't understand when they come into agreement with things. You had made a covenant to bring a curse upon yourself if you had done something. Like if you do this, a curse will come upon you. And in that moment, you had violated that contract without realizing it. Because I spoke to you about it. Because you spoke to me about it. Because uh, you were confessing your sin that had happened a long time ago. Not current, but what had happened a long time ago because you had never right. revealed it. And you felt like you needed to get it off your chest. And the reason for that is because God wanted to bring you into freedom. And so when you did that, the demon actually manifested in my home and I was yes, like, oh was no. And so, um, I was getting physically attacked and I started praying in the spirit, which is praying in tongues, asking the Lord what was going on. And immediately he said, she violated the contract. You need to break the curse that she brought upon herself. And yeah. As I'm saying that to you, you're literally like, I repented of, I repented of being a vampire. I, I repented of, yes. of, of doing those things. I don't, I don't understand. Like I repented. I asked God to break all of those curses. Yes. I've already done this. And I was like, yeah, but yes. did you do it over this? This was actually a contract, <laughs> you know, and the Bible specifically addresses about giving our word and to be careful when we come into covenant. Um, and so you're like, no, I, I, 
I, I don't remember repenting of that specifically. But what, what I had done was I had boxed everything into one box. Yes. And I did not realize that, okay, so there's the witches. Contracts are different. (laughs) And there was also, there was also the vampire coven. Right. So there were two, there were two different contracts and I boxed it all together and I right. called it all paganism. Okay? Right. So that's that's where I went. I went wrong. I won't say I went wrong. I just no, know, you didn't but... go wrong. It just that curse was not activated until you violated it. Right. And that's speaking to you about. Yes. It. Yeah. And that was because, because God wanted those things gone and out of you. And then once you repent, yeah. once you broke that and repented, you, you what happened? Describe that experience. Once that was broken, um, I mean, I, I was on the back porch just having a phone conversation with you and I mm-hmm. ended up on my knees in tears, just praying with you. And I could feel, I could feel something coming out of me. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I said, that's when you were actually getting attacked and it was almost yes. instantaneously. And that is when, uh, was it your son that walked into the room or something? And yeah, I, I don't, so I don't recall, at that moment, I was asking the Lord to rebuke the devourer for our sake. And I was, you know, um, praying in the spirit and I heard screaming and I heard a wolf. And, and I saw the at- eyes of a wolf. Right. And you were like, oh my gosh, (laughs) at the same time, I'm saying that you were seeing it and my son woke up and I asked you if that had been your spirit animal. Um, Since then, I found out that vampires do actually shape shift into wolves. So it makes total sense. Um, And it was going after my son. And so I went right in the hallway. Uh, he's used to me. He's used to deliverances. He's used to me like praying over him in these moments for crazy things like that. Um, so I walked out and just made sure he wasn't in any way in any type of agreement with vampires or werewolves or wolves or anything like that. And, you know, cause you do want to make sure cause you don't know anybody's private life. And then laid hands on and prayed. The presence of God came. He went to bed and it was broken. It was literally broken. That I don't quick. mean to interrupt you, but I, I want to, I, I just want to explain that in the physical world, the spiritual can manifest. And as yeah. we have been sitting here talking, a ginormous spider. Yeah. And spiders trying, represent witchcraft. Witchcraft. Like, absolutely. A ginormous 100%. Has been hanging over my head and I just killed it. Yeah, that happens. I am grateful you have decided to come walk a mile with me, your host, Maria Wingard, on the Bridging Broken to Breakthrough podcast for our red tent conversations. To find out how Jesus bridges broken to breakthrough and to listen to past episodes, please visit hopewillarise.com. And thanks for listening today.